Hey there, it's Janie Porter, and this is She Just Glows, the podcast. I'm gonna help you find joy and purpose in your life just as it is today. Not tomorrow, not when life is perfect, not when you win a million dollars or your kids finally stop peeing on the seat, but right now. I'm a life coach, a writer, a wife, and a mom of four. And just like you, I spend my days fighting through the pressure to be thin, happy, and have the perfect house and the perfect life. But here's the thing, I've never found perfection. What I have found is that it's so much better to just be real. So grab a cup of coffee and join me like you would a girlfriend. We'll talk mom life, body image, letting go of the lie of perfection, and learning to thrive in the chaos of our world today. You've got your own life coach in your back pocket now. This is She Just Glows, the podcast. Oh, hello, hello. You know, sometimes I think that we like to make things really complicated, okay? Like having a thriving life needs to be so complicated and you guys, it's not. It's not. It's really just a bunch of little habits and practices that make up a life you want. And this is what I work with my clients on every single day. It's coming up with that secret formula. It's holding you accountable to doing the secret formula. And then it's just living it out. And it's such a beautiful process to witness. All right, I'm gonna say it right now at the top of this episode. I know not everyone wants to get up early. I know, I know, you probably saw the title of this episode and rolled your eyes. I hear all of your objections and I'm going to address them in this in this episode. But I want to encourage you just for a minute because you're here because I've got your ears. I want to encourage you to push past the I can't get up early. Oh my gosh, she's crazy. She must be a morning person. Push past all that for the next little bit and hear me out. Okay? Because the reason I made this an entire podcast episode is this simple practice has become a total game changer in my life as a woman and as a mom of little kids, okay? In fact, I just, this is such a big deal. It's simple, get up earlier. It's so simple, it's stupid, but it's always those simple things that work so well in life, right? And this is one of those. So I actually, just got off of a session with a client who doesn't really like getting up early. It's just not her thing. And on her own in the last week, she decided, actually this morning, she got up an hour early. She got up an hour early. And this is what she said in our call today. I get it. I get it. I got to start my day how I wanted to on my terms. And it's already a much better day because of it. You know, one of the things that I'm just going to dispel right off the bat is if you're snoozing over and over, you're not getting that good of sleep anyway, okay? So you're really not giving up that much by getting up early when that alarm goes off. I know it's hard to do. It's very hard to do. I don't do it every day. I don't get up at at 4 a.m. every single day. But but for me, this is what getting up at 4 a.m. is, okay? It's really simple. It's getting up an hour before my kids. I mean, mic drop right there, right? It's getting up an hour before my kids so that I have at least 60 minutes for me. 
And this episode is really about something bigger, which is creating margins in your motherhood. So you can have fun too. So you can thrive. So you can have a few moments alone. Yes, even if it means giving up some sleep. You know, if you find yourself saying, I'm so overwhelmed, I'm overtouched, the talking, it just, it all gets to me. I'm so overstimulated. Nothing is for me. My response to that would be, what time are you getting up in the morning? And can you get up a little earlier? And you're listening. You're like, no, I can't. If I could, I would have done that. All right, listen in. I'm going to get into all of this. So here's the roadmap of this episode. I'm going to share why I get up at 4 a.m. I'm going to share how I get up at 4 a.m., including the three things I tell myself to get myself out of bed. It's a struggle. I'm not going to pretend it's easy. Like I I don't wake up and say, oh my gosh, it's four o'clock. Perfect. I'm so glad to get up. I mean, sometimes I do. But more often than not, I have to... I have to psych myself out and it works. So I'll share what those three things are. And of course, I'm also going to address your resistance to this early hour. And for me, it all boils down to one statement. One statement that really crystallizes why it's important to get up before your children. Okay. All right. So first thing, why? Okay. Why get up so early? What is the point of that? Okay. I'm going to explain. If you are someone who has said, I'm never alone. If you are a mom of little ones and you come to me and say, this is overwhelming, I'm overstimulated, now what? My response, and you're not going to like it, and that's okay. My response is, you're not getting up early enough. And I know, I know what you're thinking right now. You don't understand my life. You don't understand how many kids I have. You don't understand how sick they've been. You don't understand that I have a nursing baby. I gotcha. I gotcha. I mean, there, there are a few times when this really doesn't work. I mean, maybe for you, it never works, but there are times, of course. I mean, if you're up throughout the night with a baby, that four to 6 AM window is usually when you get the best sleep. So of course you're not going to be in for this, this little experiment. I get it. Um, when it's sick kid season, you have kiddos up in your bed, throwing up back to back. I got you. I hear you. That was me last week. Oh my gosh. One throws up. I clean up the throw up. The other one throws up. I was like, this is like a movie. Then the other one wakes up in his bed, throws up all over his bed. I just, oh my gosh, you guys, we, we, we ran out. We ran out of barf buckets. That's, that's how bad it was at our house last week. Okay. We had to use salad bowls. I was like, I'm sorry guys. That's all I got. All right. So if that's your season, I understand, you know, it's, it's, it's not for you right now, but just listen in. You're not going to be in this season forever. Your kids aren't going to be sick forever. Your babies aren't going to be little forever needing you throughout the night. I mean, my clients have the same objections and we just, we troubleshoot how to get their alone time at other times of the day. And you can do that during your season right now. But, uh, you know, if 4 a.m. is not your wake up time right now, I get it. But just listen in. There might be something else here that you can use. When it comes to creating a life you love, not a life you settle for, not a life you survive, a life you love, which is absolutely what you deserve. When we work together one-on-one, 
and you become one of my joy coaching clients, I don't call myself a life coach. I call, I call myself a joy coach. I just love that word. It's actually my mom's first name. You want more joy in your life. So you come to me and you say, hey, what do we do? What can we do? One of the first things that we do is we come up with something called a happiness formula. And if you're interested in learning more about that, episode four of this podcast dives deep into what that really means. But I'll give you a brief rundown. Your happiness formula is a few things in your life, practices, people, habits, schedules that make you happy, that work for you, that when they're all working together, it's like a secret formula that is individual to you and makes your life flow and feel so good. It makes it a life you look forward to when you wake up in the morning. And I don't know about you, but that's what I want. It's not possible in every season. I've been through a season recently where I wake up every morning thinking, not again, <laughs> you know? It's not possible in every season, but by and large, I have personally gotten my life to a place where I can genuinely wake up in the morning and get excited about what's ahead in the day. And so when we work together, we go through all kinds of different things to come up with what this is for you. One of the things that is absolutely in my personal happiness formula is getting up an hour early. And here's why. I get ahead of my day, not even scheduling wise, feelings wise. I wake up, I center myself, I personally read the Bible. You can read whatever you want, you can journal. Really what I do for that hour, I do whatever the heck I want. At what other time of the day do you have the margin to do that? So that's what I did. I just decided I'd, I'd create another hour in, in my day and just wake up an hour earlier and it works. And I'll explain how, because I know you're saying, I can't get up another hour earlier, that's crazy. Oh my gosh, doing whatever I want for an hour, I love it. I usually just sit there, I read, I respond to texts, I like to scroll Instagram in that hour. You know what? Don't judge me. I enjoy it. Okay. I start the day in silence and peace and quiet. I start the day how I want to start the day. As you know, being a mom of little kids, usually we start the day on their terms. They're waking you up by breathing into your face two inches from your face, or they're pressing a toy truck into the side of your arm, asking you where the other truck is, or they can't find their socks. You know, all the different reasons we get woken up in the morning by our kids, it's on their terms. And it's usually very jarring. And something that I've personally found, I don't know if it's just me. Tell me if it is. Something that I have personally found is that when I am woken up, in an aggressive or just negative way, I have a really hard time overcoming that in the day. In other words, I wake up on the wrong side of the bed, it's over, right? Like it's hard for me to overcome when my children wake me up in a way that is jarring or frustrating. This is my solution to that. Because here's the thing. Here's, here's the thing that, that, that really seals the deal for me, and I, I hope does for you too. You will still be tired even if you get up when they do. Like, here's the thing. You're going to be tired either way. 
why not be tired and get that extra hour to yourself? And this is what it really boils down to for me. And this is just the crux of this whole episode. And it's not true for everyone, but I'm willing to bet it might be true for you. It is certainly true for me. This is the bottom line. Getting this hour alone is more important than the extra hour of sleep. I mean, that's it. It is more important to me to start the day on my own terms, to wake up an hour earlier than to have an extra hour of sleep. Because either way, I'm still going to be tired when I wake up. That's just life, right? If I get up that hour earlier, I'm giving myself the gift of alone time, of starting the day on my own terms, and really of, of being a little more productive in the day. And I'll get into everything that I do when I, when I do get up at four. You know, it's funny because you can do more with so much, like, I don't know how to say this. It sounds really weird, but I'm just going to say it. You can do more with less. And here's what I mean by that. It's kind of a weird thing. Have you ever found that if you work out at 7 a.m., it's a lot easier? Like, you have more energy, it's the beginning of the day. Whereas if you sleep in and then you work out at, let's say, 9 in the morning, if your schedule allows that, I swear it's like 40% harder because I've, 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 you know, I've snoozed. I'm, I'm almost more tired after I snooze. You know, at 9 a.m., at least here in Florida, it's hotter. I'm hungry. I'm tired. It's like a little later in the day. I snoozed and I thought I was getting more rest. And now everything's just a little harder. For me, just popping up early, <laughs> it's not really popping up early. I mean, I have, to, I have to tell myself a few different mantras, which I'll get into in a little bit. But I'm telling you, like, I can do more with less sleep. That's how I feel. If I, if I do the sleeping thing, I'm less productive. It's slower. I don't even feel rested anyway. So what's the point? Okay, maybe that's just me. I don't know. Let me know. And then the beauty of this whole thing is when your body is tired earlier, it's just your cue to go to bed and continue this beautiful practice tomorrow. Give yourself that sanctuary again. Being tired earlier is helpful to this life-giving practice. That's exactly what you want, right? And then you have to go to bed a little earlier, and I'll get into that. So lean into that instead of fighting it. That's your body's natural cue. It's dark outside. I'm going to go to bed within an hour or two. Yeah, that's what your body naturally wants to do. And then you wake up before the sun's up. It's such a beautiful thing. So let me get into now how I do this. And that's that's part of the answer. I shared on Instagram, hey, does anyone have any questions about this whole getting up at 4 a.m. thing that I can include in this episode? And um, on my Instagram at She Just Glows. And someone said, how do you get up at this time and feel refreshed? So waking up refreshed, first of all, I mean, that's, that's a tall order. I don't always wake up refreshed. But first and foremost for me when I do, it's three things. First of all, I'm not drinking alcohol the night before. I decided to pause my drinking about a year and a half ago, and it's been going great. Um, So many more uh, episodes on that here in this podcast. If you're interested in the alcohol-free or lessening your alcohol journey, check out some of my other episodes here. Second thing to waking up refreshed is, for me, I don't eat two to four hours before bed. It helps me sleep so much better, and so does not drinking. The third thing is, of course, going to bed at a reasonable hour. So how do I do that? Okay. 
here's what I suggest, okay? For me, my kids go to bed at 7.30. I know it's really early, but we go to school at 7 a.m. It's it, They have a weird school schedule. So at 7.30, or whenever your kids go to bed, let's put it that way. Whenever your kids go to bed, that is your cue to do a couple more things on your phone and then put it away for the night. Like, you know, once the kids are in bed, there are a couple texts to respond to or whatever. After that, it is your cue to put it in the drawer or put it on the charger or turn it off and leave it alone for the rest of the night. After your kids are in bed, here's another idea. Don't do any chores. Find another time in the day. Once my kids go to bed at 7.30, now it's my time. And I don't want to do chores. I don't want to wash the dishes. I don't want to fold the laundry. I'll do that all in the morning because I'm getting up so early. I have time as they're getting ready for school to do all of that stuff. So for me, the nighttime isn't chore time. That's me time. I need to relax. The kitchen's already clean. I clean up the kitchen as we have dinner and that's done. I might have a load of laundry going, and if it's out of the dryer, I'll leave it on the counter to fold tomorrow. But once the kids go to bed, that's my time, and I want to relax. So that's that's really all I do. I'm tired. I got up at 4. I go lay down in bed. Literally as soon as they go to bed at 7.30, I go to bed. I do a couple things on my phone. I charge. I set my alarm and charge it, and then I watch some Netflix, and then you know I usually turn it off by like 9 o'clock, and that's, that's it. It's really not that hard. 9 to 4? That's seven hours. For me, that's plenty of time to sleep. So then what do I do? I set my alarm in the morning. Of course, I do a series of alarms. I mean, you know, (laughs) got to do that, right? 4 a.m., 4.15, 4.35. Okay, I set all these alarms in my phone. And I like to set mantras on the alarm. In the iPhone, you can actually name your alarms. So I'll name one, um, you'll be tired anyway. (laughs) Like, you'll be tired anyway. Just get up now. You're going to be tired if you sleep anyway. Um, I I do all kinds of mantras that I like. I think one of them that I have right now is rejoice in the Lord always. I just love filling my mind with messages that are positive and that inspire me literally in my first seconds of wakefulness during a day. So, you know, sometimes all the alarms go off. Sometimes I get up at 4. Sometimes I get up at 4.15. Sometimes I get up at 4.30. Sometimes it's 5. Sometimes it's 6. I mean, I don't do this perfectly every day, but the guideline is there. The practice is there. The reward is there. And I know that earlier, the earlier that I get up, the more time I have to myself. And again, this is all predicated on my truth, which is having time alone is more important to me than sleep. So the earlier I get up, the more time I have to reset, to ground in the day, to fill my mind with what I want to fill my mind with. It might be reading. It might be the Bible. It might be prayer. It might be Marco Poloing with my sister. It might be texting. And then I get my kids up by six in the morning. And, you know, of course, I'm human. I'm, you know, I often sleep until my kids get up. Like I said, I don't do this every day. But then, like, I'm, it's a trade-off. I'm losing my magic hour alone. So there really is motivation that I sort of set the night before by getting in bed when the kids are in bed, not doing any chores after they're in bed, 
putting my phone on my nightstand after I've set my alarms and my intention is set. I want to get up early so I have alone time tomorrow. And let's be honest, when you're after the holidays, when you're coming after summer and everyone's been sleeping in, you've been staying up late, it takes a couple weeks to get back on the early morning schedule, obviously, but it's worth it. So when that alarm goes off, I sometimes I'm just like, what? How is it the morning? How is it the morning? I mean, sometimes, especially since I'm not drinking, sometimes I'm just like so excited to start the day at four. I know it's annoying probably to even hear me. It's obnoxious. It's obnoxious that I'm even saying that. But not drinking gives me so much added motivation and drive. And I'm so inspired that by four in the morning, I'm like, yes, it is time to get up. Literally, I do feel that way many days. But many days, I'm just like, are you kidding me? It's four o'clock. I am so exhausted. I need rest, you know. And so I go through this whole mental wrestling match as all the snoozing alarms are going off, right? I mean, we've all done that. Three things I tell myself to get out of bed. Number one, you'll still be tired if you sleep until they get up. Number two, you get coffee. Coffee's the reward for getting up. I get to have coffee in silence however I like it. And I know all I have to do is march to my kitchen and get the coffee. And after those first few sips of coffee, I'm pretty well woken up. The third thing I tell myself to get myself out of bed is I don't want to miss my sanctuary because this hour of alone time is more important than sleep. You know, in my opinion, the reason we feel so overwhelmed as moms is because we're overlooked. We have no time to think. We have no time to sit. We have no time to feel. We have no time to process. We have no margins of alone time. You might have a lot of extra time in your day, but you've got a chattering toddler with you. Or you have a 10-year-old who needs help with his homework. Or you're driving to and from all these sports practices and events. You don't have time to sit and be still in your own thoughts and feel and process. This magic hour is your gift to you. Because I'm going to tell you something, and you may not like hearing it, but finding margins in your motherhood, like finding that time alone, that's on you. No one's going to do that for you. No one's going to show up in your life and say, you know what, you need a couple hours to yourself. You've cried a few times in the last few days. You're really run down. You're really depleted. Here you go. No. Finding margins in your motherhood is on you. And if you just wait until they pop up, girl, you're going to be waiting a while. So rather than finding them or waiting until they pop up, create them. Create a magic hour in your life. It may not be from 4 to 5 a.m. I get it. It may be from 3 to 4 p.m., When you're at soccer practice and you go sit in your car and do your practice that brings joy to your life. 
but it's on you to create that time, to carve it out. And I encourage you to step into this practice. It is truly life-giving. And remember, you're going to be tired anyway. You might as well give yourself a magic hour of sanctuary for you because you deserve a life you love. I'm so glad we got to do this today. Listen, everybody knows word of mouth is the best advertising. So if you liked what you heard, follow, share, leave a review. And there's so much more where that came from. Go to shejustglows.com to read words of encouragement and inspiration that you just might need today. There you'll also learn about my work as a life coach and how we can work together. My publications have been viewed more than 4 million times by moms around the world. We have such an amazing community. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and well, that's all I got right now. I've decided I'm too old for TikTok. Remember, you've got this. You are enough. I'll see you next time. And until then, you glow girl.